We're celebrating Brownlow medalists today on Sunday night in Perth. We'll uh, present the 2021 Brownlow medal and it should be a huge night. Can't wait for it. Hopefully a demon gets up because, you know, that's what we want on this show. Uh, but there's plenty in contention with Bontempelli and Ollie Wines and a few others, McRae, as Akamanis just told us. So... It's going to be a huge night, and there's not a runaway winner as of yet. But right now, we're going to jump to the 1993 winner of the Brownlow Medal, and that is Gavin Wanganeen. G'day, Gavin. G'day, fellas. How are you going? Well, G'day, mate. mate. Fantastic. Such an honour to chat to you, mate. Um, how, are we, uh, how are we this evening? I'm um, really good, thanks. I mean, I feel for you guys over in Melbourne. I'm, I'm in Adelaide, and we're, um, you know, we're able to get out and about, so I feel for the, you know, the, the Victorian people, and, you know, hopefully... You know, lockdown is uh, you know not too uh, in you know not too far away. It's bloody been horrible, mate. I tell you. Mm. Yeah, no, I feel for you guys. Well. Yeah, Gavin, we're talking about Brownlow medals. We go back to your year. Did you feel that uh, that was one of your your best years? And you feel going into it, did you have a chance? Yeah, yeah. Look, to be honest, with you, you know, I was only twenty years of age, and um, my second half of the year was pretty strong. Like it was really strong and spectacular the way I played and it was eye-catching with the umpires and the fans so I I took the game on when I got that ball I tucked it on my arm I, I dodged left right and ran straight backwards and straight again and just got around everyone and flew <laughs> for my marks into the back of the packs and played you know courageous footy that year so that sort of helped me get over the line I think it was just one of those yeah it was a ripper of a year for me one of the m- most memorable years obviously um well, you should have yeah, stayed at the Bombers to start with. Look, hey, come on now. Look, um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look my, excuse me, sorry, just a bit of a chest thing here. But um, my um, my time at the Bombers, the six years I spent there, uh, some of the best years of my life. And I wouldn't change a thing. Um, and, you know, all the Bombers supporters over my career and even to this day, um, even when I'm in, back in Melbourne, if I'm on a tram, back when we could... You know, get around you know, before COVID hit. Um, I'd catch a tram or a or a train or a bus. Um, you know, to to various functions and so forth. And there's someone, either a, a guy in his you know late twenties or early thirties, saying, "Gav, I wore the number four. You're my favourite players. I loved it when I when I was a young fella. I loved the Bombers." Or we have like a 21 year old, 22 year old, or 18 year old. So, oh, my mum, my dad, you were their favourite player. So, it, you know, it, the generations, it just keeps flying through. That says to me that I've had an impact on, you know, on, on AFL footy and also the, the Bomber supporter. So, oh, that's very yeah, special right. to me and really important to me because I feel that, yeah, the footy I played at SM Footy Club over those six years were amazing footy, you know. Was an amazing footy for me and, and for the club, and I have a little bit of history there, well, a, long, a, a fair bit of history, which is which is vital. It's going to for, you know, how I feel, feel about myself, and it should extend once Tex uh, signs on the dotted line too, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, uh, yeah, the young fella, you know, he, he saw you know the Brownlow at home and and all the Bombers photos, and and now he's he's in Melbourne boarding at Xavier College. He's there right now, so. Um, in lockdown with about 30 other boys but um, yeah. he's in the father-son yeah, academy at Essendon and he's in Melbourne and he loves Melbourne loves the school 
Look out. So, you know, who knows? You never know. If the Bombers want him, you never know. Look out. <laughs> oh, look out. Did you, back to 93, though, Gavin. Um, amazing season, obviously, you had, and there was a bit of controversy with that, not with your brown, though, when you were amazing, but um, Greg Williams coming second and not getting a vote in a game he should have got votes in. Mm. But also, there were three guys that year that kicked over 100 goals. You know, mm. and as a you know back flanker or you know part-time midfielder like yourself, winning it does that does that make it more special? Yeah, well, there's some great players around that year, obviously. You know, and like you said, there were um, you know players that kick you know the ton, multiple players that kick the ton, but really forwards never really get a crack at it, do they? And and very rarely do do backmen as well. It's a it is a midfielder's yeah. so you know medal. So if and that's in my view, it's. Um, should be based on the the, the ball use, um, you know, how, how well you use the ball, the accuracy of, of keeping possession or using it compared to overall stats because you can get a 40-odd, 40 40-stat 40 game from a midfielder and only seven of them have been effective disposal. So, like, it's it's really not fair, how, how, in my opinion, how the votes are cast. It just really needs to be, yeah, done done differently because... It's not all about the midfielders. I mean, I, I know it is, but when when you get a you know a backman winning it or a forward winning it, you're you're, you're very lucky to win one because it's the midfielders' medal. Mm. Um, we see also too, Gavin, that uh, this year with um, Eddie Betts retiring, with uh, Silk retiring, uh, we've seen a little bit of sort of work around them and a little bit of racism sort of the way they handle themselves along that. How have you found that through your career? And is that something you're still sort of handling now as, as, and, and having a say on it, having to have a say on it? Oh, look, in, you know, my um, my networks and, um, you know, with my my, 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 my children and, and relatives who, you know, might copper a little bit of racism sometimes on, but seeing, you know, Eddie and his battles and challenges where, you know, he's on social media and... The trolls have been there making, you know, racist comments. Um, you know, it's disappointing to see, but he's been an amazing advocate for Aboriginal people, along yeah, with yeah. obviously early days with Nikki Wimmer, Michael Long, and, and Gilbert McAdam, um, who paved the easier, easier path for um, you know Indigenous players coming through, and has educated the, the wider community. And I think we are we're heading in in the right direction towards you know equality and. Um, Stamping out, you know, racism. Um, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, let's hope it's the minority, minority of people. I'm sure it is, and the ones who do not so. educate yeah. themselves. Um, that, that's where it's at. It's, it's all about education and awareness. So um, I think we're heading the right path. But hats off to, to guys like Eddie and, you know, and Silk and and, and, and some other guys. In the early days for me, yeah, there was a little bit of racism at MCG from a couple of uh, opponents from other teams. Which is um, yeah, a bit unfortunate, and getting called some names. Disappointing, but, um, really. Yeah, that was a long time ago. And yeah. look, you know, I don't normally say this, but um, only two years ago, you know, my son got racially abused back in you know back in Adelaide at a at a, at a school game. So to see, you know, it happened happened to me twenty odd years ago, and that's happened to my son. Um, yeah, it's disappointing, but um, I think we're moving the right direction, and, and let's hope we are because it's. Uh, we live in a really multicultural society, you know, and it doesn't matter, you know, the race. I, I, I always say to people, like, we should view, view people on their own merits, about, just as people, right? It doesn't matter what background. Just, people are people. So, 
yep. if people can look at people just as as people, I know as basic as it sounds. It does sound racing. basic and easy, but it should yeah. be the way. Um, yeah. there's, there's always going to be people like that, though, yeah. was yeah, and Gav, well, and they're the minority. You'll, you'll get, yeah, and you'll, you'll get the odd silly billy, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> they just do it just to get a rise to see how many comments they'll get on their page back against what they've said. Yeah, true. And there's yeah. nothing in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gav, but look, oh, yeah. Sorry. sorry, mate, we had uh, Crawf on just before, and we spoke about oh, life yeah. balance, and I've seen that uh, you're doing some painting and some art, and I know that that's good for the mind and the, and the soul. Is that sort of part of your life balance at the moment? Yeah, um, I've been really fortunate to to develop into a professional artist. I mean, could you believe that? Wow. I mean, uh, yeah, it's um, I, I do a contemporary Indigenous style, represent my mum's mob, um, and just a creative contemporary style. And um, when you when you paint, no matter what you're painting, it's a really peaceful um, uh, mood that you, you you sort of go into and. It's um, a release, and you forget about everything else around you. And so, I really encourage, you know, everyone or anyone, if you're keen to get a canvas and do, do a background and paint something, go for it. Because that's how I started. I and I didn't care that I was any good. The main thing was that I really enjoyed doing it. So, it is really therapeutical and good for your mental health. Um, painting, that's what I found. Yeah, same. Likewise here, mate. I think it keeps you in the moment and gives you a bit of clarity. So. But uh, we'll get back to your footy, mate. You're a, you're a superstar there. You had uh, two different, very different coaches. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about both of them? Yeah, well, obviously, Sheeds. I, I love Sheeds and what he'd done for me from the moment I rocked up to Windy Hill. God, I, 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 I just never forget the, the, the first year at Essendon was the last year of the, of the, um, the Windy Hill game. So mm. I got to play at the famous Windy Hill, you know, that... You always wondered about oh, what was Windy, Windy Hill like, you know, before I went yeah. to Essendon or even anyone who's never been to Windy Hill, they think, oh, is it just a real big hill and it's just so windy? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I was thinking. You know, then I got to play and you see play there. It's, it is windy, but it's, it's not quite, you know, sitting on a little hill. But it is on a little hill, <laughs> but not, not a steep hill. And um, to hear the Essendon supporters roar on that ground when I played there is, is, is something I'll never, ever forget. So... Um, that was a really special time, and but yeah, Kevin Sheedy was he was awesome, and the move uh, when he moved me into the half back or the back pocket you know, in, in defence in my second year at the Bombers in '92, the early part was the middle, you know, around six or around seven or eight of '92 uh, into, into defence. So I never looked back, and you know, he said, "Just go and chase the ball, Gav, and take him on." I said, "Yep, that's right up my alley." So I, I, I feel in a way I I was able to. You know, change the way you know we defended with, with attacking, uh, with taking moves, and that's what I wanted to do. I want to go back and be an attacking defender, not just sit back and stop someone. Well, I want them to stop me, and that was like, my mindset. So I flew for my marks, and the ball hit the ground. I'm crumbing it myself, and I'm taking them on. And um, so, yeah, Sheeds has been like a father figure. He's always given me the support, and obviously, he was disappointed when I left. It was a hard decision for me to leave the great club at Essendon. And, you know, I'd obviously won the premiership there. Brownlow medal had all Australian success multiple times. It, I, it was a hard decision to leave, but if I didn't win a premiership, I probably never would have left. But I'd experienced all I needed to experience um, at that great club, you know. And I was still only quite young when I made decisions to come home. Um, 
But my career at Essendon, some of the best times of my life, and I love, I love the club and all the Bomber supporters. And we loved you, I mate, and you left us. I, I, yeah, but, <laughs> but come on, mate. Yeah, well, how do, you, do you look at me as an Essendon player or a Port Adelaide player? Essendon. You know the answer. But I, 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 I reckon, how's your body these days? I reckon your body would be pretty banged up because, uh, geez, you took some knocks and you weren't, like, a massive guy. Nah, just, just a, you know, six-footer and just a medium, slight medium build, but I was, I was strong and wiry. And um, my, my, uh, the squatting of the in, in the gym, and the, I got to the bench a bit, but I didn't show <laughs> that I looked that strong. But no, it's all right. But yeah, I, I I did yeah cop you know a lot of knees and to the back and yeah. two head knocks here yeah. and there. But yeah, my body's a bit sore. My feet are a bit sore. My back, shoulders, everything. Yeah, it's, it's I'm hanging in there. <laughs> <laughs> I am sore. Yeah, now I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, just a quick one um, because we've got to get to the news, mate. Sorry um, to wrap it up quickly. Who wins the premiership? Oh, look, it's a real tough one. I mean, oh, look, oh, look, it's a flip of the coin for me because if, if Bulldogs bring that fast attacking footy from the get go, they're going to put Melbourne under the pump and they're going to stay in the game the whole time. But then you got you know the D's who have those marking defenders in in May and Lever. They're very were very um, important to the side. Plus, they got some gun mid well, gun mid- midfielders and. You're like, all right, okay, D's. I think D's will win. Oh, about time someone said it, Gav. Good on you. Made someone happy, mate. Goodness. Should be a good game. Should be a great game, mate. Sorry to cut this chat short, mate. It's been a great... We'll do it again another time. Nice to you, mate. It's been great talking to you. Absolute pleasure, guys. Thank you very much, Gavin. Love you all.